Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Well, if I were a cow or a steer, I guess, I wouldn't be a cow, uh, or whatever, an animal, my favorite doctors would be the two I have on right now, Dr. Terrence Ferguson and Dr. Bernard Hodges, uh, and they known as the Critter Fixers. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, well, let's start with this. New season for you, am I right? So what is yeah. it, uh, what can we expect in this new season? You can expect some amazing veterinary work. But let me backtrack for a second there, Joe, because you definitely don't want to be a steer. We want you to be a bull. Yeah, let's be a bull. Oh, oh because, okay. See, now you Because the steer, uh-huh. a steer has been, uh, had his man parts removed. Oh! Yeah, like, well, yeah, well, like, yeah, yeah, all right. I, I'll take the bull part. Okay. <laughs> 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 go, go ahead. But, but you can expect some some amazing things. Uh, we go, you know, we do everything from surgery on fish to surgery on all types of different animals. You'll get to wait, learn. Wait, 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 stop, uh, stop, doc. Wait a minute, doctor. Hold on. Now, doc, Doctor Ferguson, is he telling? Yeah. I mean, you're telling me that you oh, can yeah. do surgery on fish? Uh, we sure can. You know, this is my my fish guy over here. You know, he grew up loving fish, and that's one thing that he has a passion with. And you will actually get to see a fish out of water having surgery, getting anesthesia, and then back in the water and swim again. Oh, I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Is, go, go, but go ahead. What else are we going to see? Yeah, I mean, you're going to get to see the, the full gamut. You know, you see... The beauty of veterinary medicine is, uh, especially with Dr. Hodge, you'll get to see us be uh, orthopedics. You'll get us to see um, obstetricians. You'll get us to see oncologists, cardiologists. Whatever the gamut is, Dr. Hodge and I pretty much take care of it. You know, from animals that come in with heart issues to animals that come in that have um, basically sports injuries with torn ACLs and fractures and things like that. So you'll get to see the full gamut. And, you you know, you get to see Dr. Hodge and I really – enjoy what we do, enjoy each other, and try to make this as fun as we can, but at, at the same time be as educational as we can. It is educational. And I should tell everyone that the, the your practice is featured on the National Geo Wild Show, Critter Fixers, uh, Country Vets. And by the way, it's now streaming on Disney uh, uh, Plus. The the other thing that, if you, if you don't mind uh, just yes, bragging a little bit about your alma maters. Uh, both of you, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, went to uh, historically black colleges and universities. Um, yes, we sure did. We actually double um, HBCU um, graduates. So we went to undergrad at Fort Valley State University, which is a small school in the uh, in Middle Georgia. Um, that's why Dr. Hodges and uh, I met. I was a veterinary science major, and he was a biology major. But I took class in biology, and he and I met there did not knowing that we would be partners one day, not even knowing that we would both be veterinarians. We became friends first. Um, and then after leaving uh, Fort Valley State University. You know, we went on to Tuskegee, and, uh, you know, we, we had a great time. We And that's where we get, received our DVM degree. So HBCUs have definitely served their purpose. And, and the thing, as we go out and we meet all these kids and kids reach out, we, we want to – Show them that, you know, it can be cool to be smart. And one thing, you know, people see the traditional stuff we do, like 
we talk about the surgeries with the fish or orthopedics, but you know, we're, we're doing cutting edge technology. I mean, now, you know, when he talks about oncology, there's a new uh, way where you can actually take the cancer cells, send them to a lab, you know, of, of an animal that has cancer, send them to a lab, they spin those cells down and they make a cancer vaccines. This is some of the most, the newest technology out. And Dr. Ferguson and I um, were able to go to this, this, this actual place and meet with the researchers and in Connecticut. And we've been using that technology in our, in our, in our office. And we've been saving a lot of animals. And it's just, you know, it's all about, about the path that the HBCUs have taught us how to, to seek out knowledge and, and just learn. And, and how, how many uh, African-Americans are, are, are in the veterinarian uh, medicine, in veterinarian medicine or doctors, I should say. Yes. There, there are less than 2% of uh, all veterinarians are of color or black, uh, which is a very small number. And it's, you know, Dr. Hodgson, I always talk like we go to large veterinary seminars. It may be 10,000 veterinarians there. And um, there are very few of us there. You know, you think about 2%. And when we do see one, we know that Tuskegee graduates probably 78% of all black veterinarians. So it's almost like when you see another black veterinarian, you just ask, so what year did you graduate from Tuskegee? Yeah. Cause it's almost given. Um, you know, it's very competitive getting in veterinary school. But Dr. Hodge and I are very, very, very adamant about moving the, needle. moving the needle on that next generation of programs that we have in place and things that we've done. They're trying to inspire this next generation and try to educate, you know, um, parents, you know, black parents or parents of color about what it takes for their kids to become veterinarians. Because a lot of times they just don't know. And when you don't know, you know, they kind of steer them towards other professions. Yeah, yeah, because, it, it, and if you see, uh, the, the Hodges and the Fergusons uh, on these on Critter Fixer, you, you know, that's that's the whole nine yards. That's it, most of it. Wow. It, you you get to see it. And, and these young people can say, oh, wow, I maybe I can do that. You that that's what so that's one of the reasons I really enjoy the program. But I, mostly I do like the fact the two of you seem like you truly enjoy each other's uh, oh, yeah. as 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 brothers, uh, you know, in, in the business. I guess the other thing is uh, you seem to have a staff that is in the flow of things, too. And that's one of the things I was going to ask. Are you involved in training uh, veterinar- future veterinarians and uh, veterinarian technicians? Yes, yes, sir. The beauty of it is Fort Valley State is only 15 minutes away, so we we've probably had hundreds of technicians who've come through and, and trained with us. And uh, we call, we got what we call a critter fix of family tree where we've had over 60 um, African-American veterinarians who've come through and, you know, we've written their veterinary letters. They, they've worked through it. And we're also trying to move the needle with one day, you know, you talk about he and our relationship. It literally, I can remember being in the mock calls and we, and we were all, we always getting these emails or texts. So I was moving something around and something hit me like, you know what? let's just do all at one time. So I called um, Dr. Ferguson and I'm more of the goofball. I have fun. And he, he's more of the stickler. So I was like, man, let's just do something like a vet for a day. But we just let kids follow. He's like, yeah, we can add, you know, educational piece. And in no time, this was put together and we had kids from all over the country who came in. And the good thing is, you know, it was like 50 children who came in, they, they learned what it took takes to be a veterinarian because you know, a lot of them didn't even know you could go to college and vet school and for eight years or, 
or the school, the the education needed. They, uh, you know, so they got a chance to shadow us. And a beautiful thing happened. A, a drug company reached out and looked like we're going to be doing this across the country. So we're going to be doing vets for a day across the country. So wow. stay stay tuned for that. We we're, we're really looking forward to that. You know, um, and 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 uh, the other thing I enjoy your clients. Don't they don't you know, they don't care what color you are. They They don't don't, they don't give. I mean, and you can see that love and appreciation. I so enjoy that Uh, out of all. And and, and, and my wife, Sherry, she I think her eyeballs roll every time I change the channel. uh, (laughs) And she there you go watching them, you know, doing whatever they're doing. Uh, And and, uh, but you learn so much. And, uh, you know, it, 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 but it's just, it's just amazing to see people of all different races and genders just showing their appreciation for the knowledge that you bring to their, their homes and their, uh, their farms. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing about like Dr. Hodge and I, we are, first of all, Southern gentlemen. Um, we really pride on ourselves on just being real, being who we are. We're really embedded in our community. It, it, we love others. Hopefully that shows on television. And we just make all our clients basically members of our family. You know, we, we've grown up with their families. You know, they had kids and they were young. Now they're grown. They have children. We've gone to little, little league games. We've gone to funerals. We've gone to, we're just embedded in our community. And we actually love our clients. And they show that same love and respect back to us. Yeah, I like that part. You are Southern gentlemen. That's why I get a little subconscious when you're telling me you're listening to my show and I have to put a dollar. <laughs> oh, no, no. We love it. I have to put a dollar in the cu- I got to tell you, I, I, when I go, I, I put a dollar in the cuss jar and then I say, oh, God, Ferguson and and, and, and Hodges are listening. Probably got hey, probably got a, a van full of kids. <laughs> but no, they, they understand. They understand definitely. But, but we, 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 we we have just been super excited. You know, I mean, even to you know, you you are part of our platform now. I mean, you are showing that you know veterinarians exist. You know, it, it not just Nat Geo Wild, not just Disney. It's people like yourself who believe in us and. You know, as a Southern gentleman, we just want to say thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you, for, you, you, you for, truly for, are. For, you guys truly are. Now, let me ask this. Holiday seasons are coming up. This is, I have been, I've heard over the years that, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, we're talking to Dr. Terrence Ferguson and Dr. Bernard Hodges, and they, they've got a great show on Nat Geo Wild Show, The Critter Fixers, uh, Country Vets, and it's now streaming also on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I've heard that the worst time, or it's not the best time, to get a pet uh, uh, for uh, like a, a, a Christmas gift is during that uh, time. And you see a lot of these uh, ads on TV where the family g- opens up a package and it's a puppy or something like that. True or false? Should you wait uh, uh, or should you get the the pet prior to it? Uh, what's your advice? Well, I, I think the answer to that is, is not necessarily the timing. The, the problem is during the holidays, two things happen. One is emotionally people 
may go and get pets and they're not ready for them. And they find out two weeks later, you know, the dogs pee everywhere, they poop everywhere and they need to be trained. So I think one thing, they're just really not prepared and they make an emotional decision. And the other one is pretty similar where a lot of people are gifted pets and they're not ready for them. So it has to be something that you have made a decision and you're prepared for the pets because if you're not prepared, you know, all these things happen and then we end up with a lot of dogs that are rescued, a lot of dogs in the shelter. So that's why they say it's not the best time during the holidays, basically because a lot of people make these emotional decisions to get a dog, for example, and not thinking like, okay, the dog can't fend for itself. You know, I have to make sure that um, I take care of this animal. The animal has to be trained. It has to be house trained. And they're not ready for those things. And then they go back to work and they don't have time. And then these animals end up uh, in shelter. Uh, but, yeah, go ahead, Dr. Hodges. Yeah. Speaking of uh, holidays and Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, Nat Geo Wallace, we're having a Vetsgiving. What is that? that Vetsgiving, yes, Vetsgiving is going to be from Monday the 22nd to Sunday the 28th. And it's Nat Geo Wallace and all the veterinarians who, uh, who, who are on Nat Geo Wallace. We're going to do just vets and how to keep your, your, pan, your pets healthy. You know, just a feast of all the helpings of, of just all the veterinarians. But we kick it off. We kick it off Monday, November 22nd. But here's something that is going to be really cool. There is a new black young lady who is a veterinary dermatologist. And people talk about, uh, you know, Miss Pimp- Pimple Popper. Or <laughs> yeah, I've seen she's that show. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. She is similar to that because she's a dermatologist. The name of her show is Pop Goes the Vet with Dr. Joya. So it's going to be really cool. She's going to be kind of be the Pimple Popper for, for dogs. And she is an African-American lady, and she is a board-certified dermatologist. And, yes, there are doggy dermatologists in this world. Well, they, they, and what kind of, of, of uh, uh, problems do pets – is it just dogs, cats? Or they, I mean, yeah. it, are there other types of, of pets? It's all types of animals. You know, somebody – like, just speaking of the South where we are, probably one of the main things we see is allergies in dogs. You know, we think of allergies in – humans where we sneeze and we have runny eyes, but in these pets, a lot of time, allergies manifest in skin problems. They lick, they chew on their feet, they have hair loss, they have these little bumps and pustules and skin infection. All these things are caused by allergies or things that's in the environment that they inhale. Um, So those are some, you know, different cancers or different infections they get on the skin. So there are a lot of uh, gamut of things that they can have skin-wise that um, need to see the dermatologist. Now, let me so also, only, yeah. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to ask, uh, I was going to go back to the, the and, and so w- you'll kick off the vet giving series. Giving. Yes, sir. Okay. Monday the 22nd. Got you. Uh, and and we'll, everybody mark that down. Now, the other question here, you know, uh, let's go back to, again, families being ready for pets during the holiday season. And I think, again, one of the biggest mistakes I've read or heard and learned from vet shows is giving your pet, particularly dogs or cats, human food, and and, and whether that is good or not. So, you know, you've got this leftovers, a, a, a turkey or whatever. What's your <clears> – <throat> what do you tell uh, families that may – be thinking about doing that i'll tell them unless they want a uh a vet bill in there for as a present don't do it <laughs> because because one of the main things we see is pe- pancreatitis 
And so, you know, oftentimes animals will get sick, they'll vomit, they, you know, they, it just, it just leads to a lot of not so good things. So the last thing you want to do is end up at the veterinary office on a Thanksgiving or day of Thanksgiving or Christmas, because nothing really good happens when you feed your animal human food. Okay. So that that's just a no, no. What is, and I'll tell you another thought I had, you know, people decorate their homes. Like we have poinsettias. Uh, you know, folks have uh, tinsel, uh, it, it, and and I've heard that poinsettias are poisonous to uh, certain pets. Yeah, they definitely are. You know, it can cause um, burns in the mouth, the, the 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 substance in it, and cause other issues with liver and kidney. So these things are definitely no nos. Um, plant like some of the lily plants, um, some of the palms that we have, they definitely can be toxic to these um to the animals that can cause a lot of issues. You know, some of them can cause immediate issues where they'll start having vomiting and diarrhea, but some a little longer term, you know, down the road, they'll start having issues and they can have actually have liver and kidney failure from these. So during these holidays, you would definitely want to keep these plants out of the reach of, of your pets, as well as these ornaments on the tree and, and the, you know, different thing they put on the tree, keep those away as well, because if not, they'll eat these things and swallow them and then develop, basically have foreign bodies and, we have to either do surgery or endoscopy to try to remove these objects. And is it true that chocolates are not good, that that can be poisonous to certain pets? Definitely dogs, you know. Okay. I mean, and, and, and the reason is, you know, going back to our, our what H, these HBCUs taught us to get more technical, dogs lack a, a enzyme called theobromine in their liver, and, and that's what we have as humans. And if without that, you can't digest the chocolate and break it down. So it causes liver failure and you, you get kidney problems and get really sick. So chocolate is a no-no as well. Yeah, well, that's another reason I don't want to be a bull. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I shouldn't be doing this. No, that's true. <laughs> hey, that's true. Uh, that's true. Now, uh, uh, and, and so the... the um, the the oh let's talk finally let me ask about uh if you've got a pet uh and are you planning to get one uh how soon or how should you be taking that pet to a vet for for a checkup a checkup and what kind of checkup would you would you be doing i would suggest within the first 24 to 48 hours of um getting your your pet bringing them in for basically what we call a wellness check. And then it covers a couple couple of areas. One is we'll make sure your animal's healthy. You know, we're going to make sure we check the eyes, check the ears. And one important thing is check for intestinal parasites. A lot of these animals, especially dogs, they're born with these things. And we have to, at a certain point, deworm them to make sure that they don't have them. But it's a simple test we can run to, um, to take care of that. So not only taking care of the animal, the second thing is, you know, while the animal's healthy, you, you're coming in and you're developing a relationship with a veterinarian. And that's an important thing, too, because if something does happen, you know exactly what to do, where to go, and you already have a relationship developed. And things do happen. That's the big thing, because typically, you know, some of these pets aren't cheap. And, you know, I, I, I sometimes, you know, animals come in and they, they are gorgeous. And look, you know, maybe even people get them shipped in from as far away to Cali- from California to Georgia, all over the places. And Oftentimes we'll find a heart murmur and, and, you, and dogs get heart murmurs. And these are one of the things that kind of protects you as well, because, you know, you, if you get this dog examined at a year or six months, 
and we catch the heart murmur, you're probably not going to be covered because, but if you can get those things checked out before, it definitely covers you and, and make sure that you have a healthy, healthy pet. Okay. And, and you know, only have about a minute and a half left. I, I am also amazed uh, the, the uh, uh, Dr. Ferguson and, and Dr. Hodges, uh, you know, veterinarians, I see, you know, like you surprised me and this audience when we first opened the interview uh, about doing a surgery on a fish. And, and, yes, and, and I'm thinking veterinarians have to, boy, I mean, you guys have to, it's not like a human being. Human beings are human beings. We're all pretty much alike. But yes. animals, I mean, I've seen you guys, it just amazes me. It's it's like any animal. I mean, from hedgehogs to yes, sir, bulls, steers, cows, it, it, lizards. How do you keep up with all of that? You know, one of the things is we we never stop learning. Um, and Dr. Hodge and I, we always say that probably within the last five years, we have started seeing more and more exotic animals. Um, you know, hedgehogs, and you know, we see more guinea pigs, and we see more. Um, Fish and so all these different things. So, you know, one thing about going to veterinary school, you you don't specialize. So you don't walk into veterinary school and say, I only want to do dogs or I only want to do cats. You have to learn all of it. And you're still learning even now. You know, Dr. Hyde and I have really had to really, you know, kick this thing in gear the last five years because we're seeing more of these exotic animals than we saw our what first 15 years of practicing. So it's a, you know, constant learning. Um, Of course, you know, Going to Tuskegee, we, we we learn all the basic stuff. We learn everything we need, but it is a continuing education process of, of staying up on these things. All right. And I got an amazing partner. Sometimes, you know, sometimes when I don't know, I say, hey, fella, come over here and tell me what to do. <laughs> well, so that's, you know, having a friendship is yeah, an amazing thing. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things I with my team, and I've said this on the air, if you don't know, just ask. <laughs> you know, there's nothing, never anything wrong with asking. Uh, and I'm glad you said uh, that. Look, guys, uh, again, let uh, the the um, Disney Plus and the uh, Nat Geo Wild Show uh, again. It's uh, what's the title of it? It's Critter Fix Critter Fix the Country Vets. And on next week, um, on the 22nd, I think it is. Make sure you tune in that week to Nat Geo Wild for Vets Giving Week. You'll get to see a lot of veterinarians do a lot of amazing things, um, celebrating. Thanksgiving. All right. Thank you. From we'll talk again. Appreciate you. I really do. And if I don't get a chance to, happy holidays and uh, and and continued success with your practice and and the program. I appreciate you being here with uh, us on the uh, Madison thank, Show. Thank you very much. We appreciate being here. All right. We'll continue. I'm Madison, the Black Eagle, here on Sirius XM Urban View. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.